What's up, guys? Welcome to Actually Adultish. My name's Nina, one of your hosts. And I'm Christina, your other host. And I'm Kaylin, your other other host. <laughs> Welcome back. And thank you so much to everybody who has been supporting us so far. It means the world to us. Thanks to all of our subscribers. If you haven't already, you should definitely subscribe on iTunes and or Stitcher. As usual, we're always taking requests for topics or any questions you want us to answer on the podcast, you can send those in on our website, actuallyadultish.com, or you can email us, actuallyadultish at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at actuallyadult. You should also like our Facebook page if you want to get updates. That's facebook.com slash actuallyadultish. And leave us a rating and review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. If you like this show, make sure that you're telling all of your family and friends and forcing them to listen to (laughs) the podcast because the podcast is the best and just podcasts in general. Mm -hmm. I was actually listening to a very interesting, one of my favorite podcasts is um, Stassi's podcast from, you know, Stassi from Vanderpump Rules. Do you you watch that? Mm -mm. Well, she interviewed Chad. Oh, oh, I heard you listening to that today. Yeah, Chad was on her... uh, it was on her podcast recently, and I listened to it this morning. And it was really interesting to hear his perspective. Meanwhile, have you heard all this stuff in the press with Jordan and JoJo? What, what's going on? Just, like, all this stuff that, like, I guess she she met him before, and it's just all a lie, and they're just all apparently just together for money. Oh, and okay. Chad was saying Chad was saying that the reason that... Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to Jordan is that Jordan was like a drug addict and the family used Aaron's money to like clean up his habit to like cover it because he How got in trouble. How does know everything? I don't know. He knows everything about <laughs> every contestant. He, he says that he has files on all the contestants. How did he get that? But it was really weird because listening to him talk on Stassi's podcast, I actually... <laughs> Like, I actually kind of like him. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like he is, like, too real to be on TV. I know. That's and, why he's depicted as, like, the bad guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And to listen to what they're saying about the way that the producers edit the show. Mm-hmm. Like, they edited Bachelor in Paradise to make it look like he shit his pants. Like, <laughs> when he didn't, he oh just, like, gosh. passed out drunk and, like, was changing his... He had the same pair of... He brought two of the same pair of, like shorts like wow like no but like it's funny because like whenever he explains himself in interviews like people are silent like the the other people around him are silent because they don't know how to respond because he's telling the truth yeah he is super real he's super real no and he admits he's like he's like no i was super out of line with x y and z but on other things like we were even saying we were watching we're like everything he's saying is true yeah he He's like, what am I doing? I'm just like, I'm standing here. Yeah. Like, you know, and people yeah. are blaming him for something he's doing. Um, Was he like serious in the interview or was he like trying to be funny? No, he was being serious. Okay. But yeah, it was interesting. He has so much information. I it's know. so juicy. I can't imagine <laughs> having a file on everybody that. Oh, God. That's like intense. I know. Um, anyways, well, how was everybody's day? Today I just stayed in the house, rested my face without makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it was mm. nice, and I just working on schoolwork because I, me and Kaylin are in summer session right now. Mm-hmm. It's my first day off, so it was nice. Yeah, that's gonna be me tomorrow. I had a full <laughs> day of work today, and I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was Kaylin's birthday. Yeah, yeah that was fun. It was, it was really welcome fun. to your twenties, Kaylin. She's twenty. It was fun. We went out to dinner, and I ate way too much dessert, so I was bouncing off the walls all night i don't have any other friends that would like order like you know almost a whole menu of desserts we have no shame no shame at all so good though but yeah i don't think any of us slept last night no no so i'm still i feel i feel hungover i that's just how i feel i feel like i had a really bad night last night like i went out had a crazy wild night and i just can't even function no lack of sleep does that to you yeah hardcore And then I went to the doctor this morning, got my nutrient drip, (laughs) and then came home and napped (laughs) and cleaned. And now here we are. (laughs) So, sorry. I hate when people text me when we're podcasting. Okay. Today, what are we talking about? 
unhealthy friendships. Very good, Nina. <laughs> We're talking about unhealthy friendships. So we've asked you guys to send in your stories. We've got some juicy ones. So let's just, should we just kick it off? Let's just jump into it. Question okay. time. Kaylin, you want to read the first one? Sure. Okay, so this one's from Sarah. And Sarah says, two of my friends from school don't speak anymore, and we are all going to live together this year along with four other girls. Basically, one of them, Lisa, will do anything to please the boy she likes, including backstab her friends. She told the other friends, Lauren, boyfriend's best friend, that she was dancing and flirting with other guys at a party and stirred up all this drama between Lauren and her boyfriend for no reason. She never apologized, and then I got pissed because she never takes responsibility for her actions and never admits fault. Now, I'm in a weird middleman spot, and I don't know how to act this year in our apartment. That's really awkward. That's so annoying when uh. people fuck up the living situation. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like like two weeks before moving in, yeah. guys don't hang out with each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're already locked in. I hope they're not in the same bedroom. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's even, even more awkward. That would be even... Friendships when you live together are even more delicate than like friendships yeah. when you don't because you you can't... You can't make it awkward. You live with them. Yeah, living yeah. together is real. It's it's, it's real. You'll like stretch yourself out if you're always in that like state of uncomfortableness. Yeah, always tense and always stressed because even though you're not directly involved, you can feel the tension with between two other people. Yeah, it's definitely. real and it doesn't make um, a safe environment <laughs> or peaceful. Well, okay, so this girl Lisa will do anything to please the boy she likes, including backstab her friends. I can't handle bitches like this. Like, you don't backstab your friends to impress a boy. And why does that impress the boy? Yeah. What kind of, what What does that say she about probably, the guy? She probably just needed something to say that was like juicy and like make him yeah. pay attention, you know, yeah, like get his attention. Right. And that, that was just what like she came up too. with. This is so pathetic. Well, why are you friends with the kind of person that will yeah. do anything to please a boy she likes in the first place? Sorry. Like, mm. I, uh, that's not a quality. Well, you're I stuck because you're living yeah. with her, anyways. But like, as far as the middleman spot thing goes, like, I would not, I would not play that part. I would be straight up. Yeah, but, like I would, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not same because then, because then you're gonna be living with them with like this awkward tension, and it's better to get it out of the way. Like, no, it's better earlier. just to know where everyone stands, yeah. and, and also just to like say it out loud so that you know it's out there. Yeah, and, like I'm no like one's a, like trying to like, yeah, you know. I'm like a big fan of confrontation and I feel as though this is the time to have a powwow in the living room and be like, this is what Lisa did. Lauren, how do you like have everybody in the room and everybody just say their shit and you guys have to figure out a way to live together peacefully. It's like that night when you do that, it's going to be shitty. You're all going to be mad and crying and yelling and whatever, but honestly it's better than living with pent-up tension otherwise it's gonna be passive aggressive for the entire year and that's the worst that's just (laughs) and you don't have to like each other you don't have to like that's okay but you need to be on the same page i think you need to tell this girl that she needs to apologize honestly yeah i that's so messed up to just like try and stir hurt someone else's relationship for literally no reason yeah, I don't. E- I don't even understand why that would, how that would benefit you. Yeah. Also, am I missing something? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How does that benefit you to like fuck up somebody else's relationship? It's also like this he said she said drama. So you want to make sure, like, that she actually did it. Like maybe don't even like approach her with like accusatory. Maybe like ask her, and like if she's gonna lie about it, then that's another story. But. Right? Like, you don't want to, like, go up to her and be like, I know you did this. Well, like, unless what you if do. You did? <laughs> it kind of depends on how you know. Because if you just heard it through word of mouth of someone else, then that's just as bad as yeah. the girl. Yeah. Well, yeah, but if find you out, know make sure it, it's true. Yeah like, it, yeah, like, if the boyfriend's best friend said, yeah, Lauren told me this, mm-hmm. then like direct from the source yeah. <laughs> it's not i heard that lauren told so-and-so i mean but i just feel like people like that need kind of a talking to mm-hmm. no they do and it'll be awkward but it's better after yeah. yeah just like get the awkwardness over with instead of living in it forever yeah agreed 
Sorry, Sarah, because <laughs> it's going to be a tough night yeah. for you. <laughs> okay, should we go to the next one? Yeah. Sure. Okay, Nina, do you want to read it? Sure. Um, one of my frenemies who used to be my best friend told the guy that I like to stop talking to me. She told him that I was leading him on and was talking to multiple other guys, which are both false accusations. When I confronted her about intruding in my relationship because she knew nothing about it, she said she was trying to look out for him. She ended up hooking up with that guy a few weeks later. And this is from Nicole. Jeez. Oh, my God. What <laughs> what a bitch okay i actually this belongs on reality had something very similar happen to me in high school um one of my best friends like told the guy i liked that i hated him and all this stuff and then he just stopped talking to me and i didn't know why um are you still friends with this girl well, what happened? I, I didn't I didn't know it was I didn't know it was happening at the time. I just thought randomly he just started hating me, and I was so confused, and he wasn't talking to me anymore. And then months later, I found out that they were dating, and I was like, "What? Wait, what? What the fuck?" I was so confused. And then I she had been dating him secretly for months, I guess, and I didn't know. Oh and. My God. Like, I don't know if they were, like, full-on dating, like, but they were, like, talking and, like, yeah. whatever. And yeah. I was so hurt. I was so hurt because I felt so stupid and everybody else knew but me. That is the worst feeling in the world when someone that, like, used to be your yeah. best, or, like, a friend does that to you. I know, when they cross that line to When the they know full liked. well, like, you like him. Yeah. And, oh, no. And. No. It was... Well, and it was confusing. Well, because this is the thing. It, it's like she knew I liked him, but I didn't want a relationship. So I didn't want to date him. But at the same time, I wouldn't expect her to. There's a line. You there. know, like we were still it was like complicated. But anyways, what I ended up, I was just so hurt. And I I said, we need to meet up. We met up. I said, it's fucking fucked up what you did. I'm so pissed. We're not. I don't want to talk to you. Don't contact me. Um, if I ever want to talk to you again, then I'll tell, like, I'll tell you. And we went a few months and we never talked. And then in the end, she ended up message. She texted me and she was like, you don't have to respond, but I, I have, I've done so much thinking and I have so much to say. And like, can we meet up? You don't have to say anything. I just want you to listen. And I was like, fine. So we met up and I just didn't say anything. And she sat there and basically had this whole list of all the ways she was a shitty friend and what she was going to do to change and like just basically saying that she realized how horrible it was and yada 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 basically begging me to be her friend again and then I was like and I did miss her but I was still just so pissed and I didn't trust her anymore you know and I was like so then I was like okay, we can be on friend. Like I put her on like probation. I was basically <laughs> like, because we had been having other problems on our friendship as well. Like it was very one-sided. I felt like the whole time I was putting in all the effort. And so I was like, you're on like friend probation. Basically she had to like prove herself to me. And you know, and it was, I mean, it was kind of funny. It was kind of just like the next few months it was like, she was my little like bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, that's what it took because I was like, you have to prove, like, I've been such a good friend to you and then you totally fucked me over and it was just sad and I haven't talked to him since. Well, it just shows that you value um, you and her's relationship so much that you would give her a second chance. You would, you know, forget, but you, I mean, you would forgive, but you wouldn't forget. And I think that's if we hadn't helped your relationship, if we hadn't had so much history, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have done that yeah well it sounds like nicole she's calling this girl a frenemy so it it doesn't seem like they're the best of friends and she trusts her anyway so well, I she would... says she used to be her best friend oh so like now they're not friends well now they're like frenemies yeah, like yeah, so it's somebody you've been best friends with for like a year that's different than like i mean i was best friends with this person for like since i was like 10 yeah you know so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're like how old were you guys when this happened like 17 yeah okay. so it's like you know we make That's stupid cool. mistakes and it was i think you worked it out the right way 
it's just it's complicated i mean you have to you have to decide how much that friendship is worth exactly and depending and depends on what the other person says too yeah like they might not apologetic yeah you know and you have to judge like how genuine they're being when they say things it can't just be one side what do you think about the guy in the situation like i also feel like it's kind of fucked up that the guy just believed this other girl yeah i know that's the worst why didn't he come to her mm-hmm. you know yeah it's, like it's that's also a problem that's a whole nother issue yeah that's something we see on the bachelor like when other girls talk like on the actual bachelor when the guys like um dating all these girls when like one of the girls will say something about another girl and he'll believe it right away yeah like but it's nice like ben for example like he actually like went and asked people he was a good guy yeah i don't know i just i think it's so messed up i mean she doesn't really say how she feels about the guy after this i wouldn't talk to the guy i wouldn't talk to him either so it's uh, that's just really sad to me and And i wouldn't immediately like forgive her yeah like that's Mm -hmm. not it's so hard for me because it's so hard for me because i read this and i think my first instinct my first instinct is like fuck that bitch like that's so fucked up don't talk to her again but then i'm like i was in the situation and it's so hard like it, it well depending on how much what history it was you guys like, have you yeah. know um and like how good were the like the good times are yeah. is it better yeah. it doesn't exactly. outweigh what she did exactly yeah and i hope that you confronted her that like yeah, oh wait yeah she did when yeah. i confronted her about intruding on the relationship she said she was just trying to look out for him but that doesn't so she's spreading well, that doesn't even make sense because it's not true right well yeah and basically then, she's putting her relationship with him over hers yeah looking exactly. out for him and she's she's just throwing you under the bus well i'm hoping that she but i'm hoping she later confronted her about hooking up with him later yeah yeah like i know you the, need to this is another him. issue these girl like people getting jealous of their friends like you, you know yourself you, are you really gonna hook what do you guys think is the whole girl girl code thing with like dating people your friends exes what's I your don't. opinion like honestly there's so many fish in the sea that i wouldn't i would never yeah. i wouldn't even if it was like they had a thing like if they had a thing i can't because what if Same. i end up with that guy and then Same. my best friend's at their wedding but then they have like a connection still like i can't yeah. do i that. would like, never even like think i wouldn't either about it it's that's so taboo to me and like if i ever th- whenever that's like one of the nightmares that i have is like my best friend going for my boyfriend that yeah. i've been with forever even my ex yeah. like i've had a boyfriend that i um that i dated for six years and if any one of my friends ever dated him that would be like of all the people of all yeah. the people yeah but i also feel like it also depends on what age you're talking about because i mean for me i always felt that way but i know in high school like in high school everyone was dating each other and i was like ew you guys are all just dating each other but at the same time i got it because there weren't that many other people to well, pick yeah, from because you're like you're in a bubble of high school and there's yeah. only and i think it changes as you get older and as you yeah. mature too yeah. like yeah so like who is still in your life like if the the girl that your ex is dating now like you knew her like in middle school and mm-hmm. didn't and don't really talk to her anymore that's totally fine yeah for me but if it's like the best friend that's still in your life that's right that's not okay and like yeah. a college relationship versus like a high school relationship or mm-hmm. one that spanned over both like they're yeah. all totally different yeah. in yeah. like the terms of how you can handle it yeah i just think that's fucked up for it to go after like the guy that your friend mm-hmm. especially within that that time period like it yeah. wasn't even like a few years it was probably within like weeks or like days that you know all this happened i know or a few weeks she said yeah. a few weeks so and it also just makes me sad. I mean, for me, when this type of thing happened to me, it was especially hard for me because I'm not the kind of person that I'm very like picky. I, I don't like like that many people. I don't have like crushes on that many people. So for mm-hmm. me to like have feelings for somebody was like a big deal. And I don't, I totally, get I don't that. date, I don't date that many people. It's yeah. really rare for me. So it's like really, I'm not like the kind of girl who's d- running around dating everybody, mm-hmm. like so you know you just like knocked off my like one potential chance like when this kind of thing happens to you since you don't date often it's like it's like now you're kind of scared to date anyone else because exactly i got like ptsd exactly i straight up got ptsd and i was like and i was like i never am gonna tell anybody else that i have like feelings for somebody no you were just gonna steal no 
This is him. that girl's actions. That that's how much it affected you. It wasn't just a hookup for her, but it yeah. affected you in that way in your future. Um, I guess outlook on relationships. Yeah. So yeah, that's messed up. That's really okay, sad. Um, Sorry, Nicole. Yeah. Okay, I'll read the next one. One of my best friends always competes with me and it bugs the shit out of me. Every time something good happens to me and I tell her about it, she tries to one-up me instead of just being happy for me. She always copies things I do or ideas I have. I'll tell her my plans to do something and then a few days later she does the same thing but acts like it was her idea. It really bothers me because not everything is a competition, but she makes it one. Other than that, our friendship is great, but I don't know what to do. It makes me not want to tell her about anything anymore because when something good happens to me and i want to be excited about it she always steals the moment that's anonymous yeah so for me like a friendship like this becomes toxic when you're not able to share the the happy moments in your life and that's what you're that's what friendships are about you know being able to share with each other what's going on in your life and when that stops what is the friendship about anymore like what do you guys talk about yeah well i mean i've had so many friends like this i've had so many relationships like this and i've talked to you guys about this like Mm -hmm. i feel like i thought it was normal to just always want to not tell my friends the good stuff because they might say not yeah oh wow because they might kind of steal it from me Mm -hmm. and it was like so weird to me that i could I can openly tell you guys things and I'm not paranoid that you're going to steal my ideas or try and take me down somehow. Mm-hmm. And that's pathetic. Or like that discredit what you're saying. Yeah, or, that's, yeah. yeah that, that's so hard Did you, to find. Were you doing that to, like, did you have this outlook with all your friendships and then when you suddenly met, like, like really good friends and you stopped that? Or were you able to separate, like, oh, these are the friends that I shouldn't tell and these are the friends that I can tell? I mean, I really you? wasn't able to separate it for the longest time Uh like right now i i can because i know i can tell you guys but before i think what ended up happening was i just kind of closed myself off to everybody Mm because time after time after time Mm -hmm. every time i trusted somebody with like it wasn't like i'm giving anyone crazy information i'm just like oh this happened to me today i'm so excited i would get like i know it's something you would say something to take it down and i was just like Okay, I guess I can't, I just can't share good things with people, I guess. I know. It's so dangerous because it it can drift over into friendships that actually matter, even your family. Like, you stop sharing overall because, you know, this one person is, like, how she is. Yeah, that's what happened. Like, it just drifted over into everything. I just became overall more shut off, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, it was, um, I had really good friends that, we it was like mutual like the sharing of like these happy moments and our successes and getting getting things that we wanted and you know in life was happening and then there were there was like i think it was my roommate in the past that would do this to me and she would just everything i would say it was always like a critical like like if i shared something it was always critical like oh are you sure you want to do that or like and so for me everything was just being criticized so i had to filter what i said around Mm -hmm. her but it was very easy for me to separate it because I had like I was grounded with other people and I only saw her, you know, when I was like in the room. So that was my experience. People. It's so sad because these pe- people make you feel insecure because they're so insecure and they're threatened by why are people so many people threatened by other people's success? Like wh- there's mm-hmm. enough success to go around. for well, everybody. And I think that's the problem. That's I think there's point. this this stupid like myth in our heads that's like oh well if someone else is successful that means there's like a spot of success is taken away from yeah me. you know it's it, and it's so not true but it's i think people true. get sucked into thinking that way and then as soon as their friends like this big deal happened to me or like i got this thing or yeah. I, i'm doing this and they automatically feel like well shit like yeah. i didn't get that thing yeah or and whatever. that's such a selfish way to think. It is. Like it's so. Selfish. I know people who literally. That's all. That's how they think all the time. And it's just so selfish. It's like get over yourself. It's not about you. Why can't you just be happy for your friend? Mm-hmm. I think it bothers me the most when it like, you're what you're doing with your life and what your friends doing with theirs are totally opposite. Yeah. And they Different. still get. It's like I know what you mean. You wouldn't give a shit yeah. if this happened to you. Well, this even, doesn't yeah. mean anything. Or they yeah. try to go into what you're doing and oh, like try God. to like do whatever you're doing in your field when it's it's not even their, it, their part of their dreams but they just they don't even do care to one up you yeah it's like okay 
one upping in general i just can't i can't do it i I can't handle it it makes me so upset and it's just like like she said it's not everything is not a competition you know those people Mm -hmm. who one up you on every little thing like Mm -hmm. it'll just be it can be the tiniest thing and you're just like literally the tiniest i was thing. just making a comment you don't yeah, need to exactly i wasn't comp- you don't need to compare <laughs> yourself you know yeah like oh i'm tired oh i'm even more tired that was the example i was thinking you know i was thinking <sighs> like if like if you casually say like oh i just really didn't sleep last night or something and then someone else is like oh yeah well i got two hours of sleep it's like yeah it's like it's. i was just trying to like make some kind yeah. of conversation <laughs> with you but never mind like, i didn't realize it was a conversation that's so exhausting okay can we address the copying thing because i want to talk about this because this is something i'm i'm really sensitive to and i don't know if i'm just overly sensitive to it because i've always been this way but i really really hate when people copy me well the thing about it i think there's a way to copy yeah whenever you tell me the things that people copy from you it is kind of like a competition like the way i see it you know like the stories you've told me but um like i don't for me it's like a form of like like i'm flattered but i don't like i don't get the same degree of like my friends copying me in that way but yours is like a little bit severe it's like okay to me i just think there's a way to copy someone like Mm -hmm. i'll see people and i'll like want to copy them so what i'll and if i'm gonna copy them i'm gonna tell them like that's so cool you just did i totally want to copy you yeah and then when you do it you always give them credit be like oh yeah like i saw blah, blah blah doing this and like it's so cool you know, versus like what pisses me off is when say I have an idea, I'm planning on doing something. And then three days later, I found out that you did the exact same thing and you're trying to kind of just casually do it and not yeah. and pass it off as your own. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? You know, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. I like, think the difference literally what what we're describing is the difference between like being inspired by something mm-hmm. and like wanting to do it because someone you admire yeah. did it and like going after it in your own way and just flat out okay, I want that idea first. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like one is like trying to, it's like if you're trying to be sneaky about it, I don't know. It's a red flag. I feel like it's, if if you're trying to hide it from the person, then obviously you're being fucked up. Yeah. If you're not comfortable enough and you're like, I love that. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, exactly. Can I do so? You know, like, I feel like even something small, like I feel like, like Nina and I will go shopping and we'll like, pick out the same shirt right or something or like <laughs> like say like i see her picking out a shirt and i'm like oh my god that's so cute i'm be like wait that's so cute i want to copy you like i'll yeah. say that you know what i'm saying right. be like okay one of us has to buy it so that the other can borrow yeah it. <laughs> versus versus like if i saw nina pick up a shirt i like and then i and then you went back later yeah, i went back and later got and got it yeah, and then i just shady. didn't say anything and then i wore it in a picture before she took it it took a picture oh, in gosh. it you know something stupid like that yeah. yeah like that's a silly example but i mean i know no. no, sense girls to me actually, yeah. i think girls actually people do, do this all the time yeah. and it's those in the i feel like the little things irk me even more so because it's so silly like if you mention it in like a conversation yeah. and then later on you see it on their social media yeah you know like oh my gosh or if like for instance if you um like say an idea or like a fact that you knew and then they mention it and take it as their own mm-hmm. and you slightly it's just I, because of your like you know knowledge that you have and you just shared it yeah and now they're sharing it as their own okay i had this one friend who used to always I kind of like lost this ability, but like back in the day, I had some like really good one-liners. Like I was kind of like known for like my one-liners, <laughs> and I like don't even. I'm not like that funny anymore. But anyways, you are. No, no, but so I don't. Funny. I don't know. It was different. And I had this friend who would always. I would say, you know, I would say very unique one-liners, yeah. and then she would say them. In front of other people and like act like she made up the joke. And they would all laugh. Yeah, they would all laugh. And I'd be like, that's pathetic. I said that to you last night when we were just talking to each other. Did you say that one time? I called her out on it multiple times and she was like, and she would turn out like super red or like she'd be like, she was like, you know, like, and I'm like, so funny. Did you think I was, you think I'm not going to call you out on that? Like, that's just something that's so stupid. Well, one time I posted a photo of myself and then I put, what did I say? I said, you don't live in LA until, oh, like you don't live in LA until you, um, 
or like do you even live in LA if you don't take pictures against street art that's what I said yeah. and then my friend commented and said you stole my Facebook caption and then I looked at it and I was like it was very similar mm-hmm. but I didn't steal it like I didn't go on your profile and yeah. like look at it like I just great minds think away yeah. you know well, I'm sorry and also that's kind of like a basic thing to say is that there's a lot of like street art around that's, LA yeah well and, then, but and that was an accident I did not I didn't that's copy. the other thing about copying is like then you can't be so sensitive to it that you think everybody's copying you yeah like there are some things that like okay we live in 2016 no idea is original let's be real <laughs> no seriously no yeah. statement is a ori- we're all plagiarizing Especially each in other LA. <laughs> yeah like you know we're all basic i just i don't know there's something that really bugs me and Especially. And it's difficult for me to hear that because, like, I'm not a copier at all. Yeah. And, like, for someone to accuse me, it's just, like... I don't like when people like, I'm copy not, it's me. It's not a big deal or anything. You know, I'm not, like, losing sleep over it. But it was just, like, wow, I really... Like, how do you... Like, I didn't copy someone, I think, you know? <laughs> I think what bugs me most is when I feel like someone's... If I have, like, an idea and I'm, like, really proud of myself and I'm excited about it and then I share it because I'm hoping my friend will be happy for me and, like, mm-hmm. cool, like, be like, that's cool. And maybe I, like want to get them in on it too or something mm-hmm. and join me in my little endeavor. Yeah. Um, and it really hurts my feelings for them to go and like copy, you know, cause I was really excited about it. Do you like, have yeah. an example? Not one that I want to say on the podcast, okay. well, you maybe know, in like 10 years, but you know what I'm that. saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like what I would be, I would be really pissed if I told a friend about my idea for this podcast mm-hmm. and then they did it before. Oh us. yeah. And That's like, and I was like, Oh, I'm going to launch it at this time. You know, yeah. I, I barely told, and I didn't tell yeah. anybody about and the podcast for this reason. Right. That's smart of you to because do. I was so paranoid. I was like, someone's going to be like, Oh yeah, that sounds cool. And then they're just going to one day pop up and like start yeah, one. Exactly. Right. And like, it's like, I'm, everyone is welcome to start a podcast you're more than welcome to but it's like that backhanded like you're only doing this because you heard i was gonna do it and like you're trying to be competitive and you know that's when it's like like, what's the intention i guess exactly is the difference see for me honestly whenever i have anyone who somewhat resembles this type of person i cut them off i don't care how great my friendship is yeah yeah fuck you we're done because i already have better friends already i don't need you i don't care if you are an angel other than this you know one thing (laughs) yeah can't do it exactly i I don't handle it so you think that this girl should cut this girl off i would especially the competitiveness like well do you you think she should do you think she should just cut her off or she can tell should, her why. Should she approach her first? I think she should tell her. Should so that she like give her an option and change? Like, what do you do? Do I you mean, be like, like? It's hard to change people's nature, especially like at this age. The, it, yeah, the issue with this is, I think, if you do say that, you know, approach them and say like, "Hey, like this bothers me," and she does say, "I'll change," she's just gonna make it sneakier. Yeah, and not only that, but it's just good to give her a reason before you cut them out because then she's gonna think you're psycho, and you don't want her yeah. to think that. You have to. You have no, a valid you reason. Should tell her, but you need to be like, "Look, I, you're like a toxic present in my life." Like, yeah. I, can't if handle this yeah exactly yeah it's just it's I mean it's hard it's well it's it's kind of like a, it's like a breakup I know. in a way is it you know mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time when we get like breakup questions and we're like yeah don't boom and it's really easy to say but yeah. in reality I, it's hard to sacrifice no, a relationship I feel like also like the copying thing comes from people that are just like lazy to not come up with their own ideas or be inspired by things in their life they're insecure they, to, they exactly. want the easy way out and then whenever you copy things it's not it doesn't come from your heart so it's not as as it's not as fresh as it would if it you know came from yourself yeah i mean i'm just rereading this over and over but it it took me so long like she said this sentence it makes me not want to tell her about anything anymore because when something good happens to me i and i want her to be excited about it she always steals the moment like it i felt that way about so many people in my life and mm-hmm. took me so long to realize too it took me way too long to realize that if you have friends who aren't happy for you like they're not your friends yeah but i right. just feel like so many people now are just not happy for each other no and that almost became the they're norm really and that's why i didn't it literally took me until probably this year to realize that all these people are shitty ass friends because people really aren't happy for you once you succeed my reason for cutting off a friend like this is that if it changes you in any way like negatively if it makes you um uh, change your attitude 
towards not only this person but like to everyone mm-hmm. then it's a good reason to break up with you shouldn't person. be afraid to share good news mm-hmm. no don't be afraid you to, shouldn't yeah don't it's close stupid. up like reading that sentence like if you like looking into that and seeing someone say i don't want to tell someone good things i i want to be excited but i can't because she steals the moment like i'm sorry that person should not be in your life Mm -hmm. agreed okay let's go to the next one kaylin do you want to do the next one sure okay so this is another anonymous one i've always been a person who puts others needs before my own sometimes it bites me in the butt (laughs) I've noticed one of my friendships is very one-sided. She only calls me when she needs something, but when I ask for a small favor, she doesn't respond to my texts or calls. One example is when I've given her rides during traffic time to work because her car was in the shop for two whole weeks. Then I needed a ride to the airport and she never responded. When we're together, we have such a good time, but it's difficult for me when I'm always the one giving and she's always on the receiving end. Should I confront her or just let it go? Confront Confront her. her. Because it sounds like it's just about favors and stuff and if the the relationship's good then see if like this change and you know um i guess not like both of you guys giving and receiving see if that change affects your relationship because if it does then she's definitely like using you that's what yeah. i had to do with the friend i was talking about earlier how i i've we had a lot of problems that was the thing i felt like was one sided i was doing everything and then whenever i needed something you know, she was never there for me. And mm-hmm. it took me so I was basically I just decided I said, I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you were saying um, last week about how Ailey was saying, you know, I wonder if I just stopped making any effort, which friends would still be there who would yeah. put the effort back in. That's basically what I, I was like. I'm not putting any effort. I'm not texting you first. I'm not inviting you anywhere. I'm just going to sit here and wait for you to come to me mm-hmm. and see what happens. And that's like a shitty thing to do normally, but I think that needs to be done when somebody's when it's always the other way. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like you need to make that person see that they need to appreciate you. Like I think that a lot of people just it's also partially your fault. I mean, I because okay, this is literally I identify with this so much and I know that it's my fault because I let people take advantage of me. Right. Over and over again. You have you to know? learn how to stand up for yourself. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that you recognize that there that there's more effort being put on your side, mm-hmm. that's it. Shouldn't be that way because when it's when the friendship's mutual, you won't even recognize who's giving what and who's yeah. receiving what because it's all the same. Yeah, it's all no. In harmony. I <laughs> I totally and I've I've lost a lot of friends when I went through my my big health scare. Mm-hmm. I had one friend who was one of my best friends and. She had been calling me, texting me. Basically, in college, we kind of lost touch. But it was one of those relationships where if she called me, texted me, I'd be there for her in a second. And she was having a lot of relationship problems. And so she would call me in the middle of the night, text me in the middle middle of the night out of the blue and be like, I need to talk. I need someone to talk to. And I'd sit there for hours on the phone with her and be there for her. And I was trying to help her work through her problems. And like... I mean, I was really there for, I was taking a lot of time out of my day and it was very, and then, and then my health, like shit hit the fan. Like it was so bad. And I wasn't, and I just, I, I needed somebody to talk to. And I Mm -hmm. said, and I text, I remember texting her. I'd be like, I really need to talk to somebody. Like, can you talk to me? And she never responded. Wow. And literally I haven't talked to her since then. Hmm. Except for I, I talked to her a year later and she apologized, but that's that was like have- bullshit because I was like I've literally been listening to you whine to me for three weeks about this and that and then when I needed you, you just you, you shouldn't even know that anything like what was wrong. She, I didn't even have the chance to be like it wasn't even like I explained what was going on and then she was like not really giving me any good advice. It was like she literally just didn't reply to me. Did she have a reason? Like, did she try to explain herself? I mean, no. there, there's really no excuse for that, no. but you know. You can't say anything. I was just wondering. Um, it's just bizarre. Mm-hmm. I just think it's bullshit. And that's kind of an extreme example. I feel like most people don't just, like, straight up not reply. Yeah. yeah. But, but I I mean, I still do have friends like that. Like, they'll be like, hey, how are you? And I'll, I'll send back, like, a short little, like, oh, I'm okay. I'm doing this and that. How are you? And they send back this huge long thing. And <laughs> they then, needed you. Yeah, and then I, you know, go through all the emotional support thing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll say something, like, that's going on with me. And then I, that 
they and don't like respond. oh ha, ha, that's cool gotta go yeah and i'm like okay that was so one second. yeah seriously and that's bullshit if you're the kind of person who does that shame on you i'm yeah. sorry shame, shame on, on you, you. Pull me once, once. yeah okay if you can't be there for someone else then i mean it's gonna bite you in the ass you have to take care of the friendships that like are are very giving yeah because you have to you have to give too yeah you're gonna have no one that i think it's just hard for me i i, I literally don't understand it because when i care for somebody i want to be there for them yeah and so i literally can't comprehend it when when i think i'm in like a loving relationship with somebody and they don't want to show that back for me like mm-hmm. don't you want to be there for me exactly. don't you want to listen to what i'm going through like exactly and like back to what i was saying like if any person like changes your your kind-hearted nature uh-huh. into like someone that's more closed off to people then that's a person that you need to cut off to your life because that's not how you should be and you're going to find people like i found christine and kaylin who are like very similar to me with their you know with with just being a good friend yeah and that's reminds me that i can continue being like this without you know having other people like that in my life it's hard to find yeah. it really find, is but you got to keep them close when you do find them yeah they're gold yeah <laughs> so yeah i think you should i well i think she should confront her and yeah. i think she should be like you need to step up your game or or this relationship's done mm-hmm. like that's what i would do mm-hmm. and yeah. then if she doesn't step up her game immediately and it shouldn't even just be i feel like when this happens it shouldn't even just be like this needs to be an equal partnership i feel like for a while she needs to pull more yeah does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah get it back in balance yeah yeah and if she doesn't do that then she's not then she's not worth it like i will fight for friendships that i for people i care about and if she's not fighting to be your friend then she like you can do better yeah whatever yeah okay should we go to the next one yep um Nina, do you want to read this one? Sure. Um, This one, I think this one's anonymous as well. It says, um, hi, girls. A really close friend of mine is hardly eating anything, and she is obsessed with running for hours every day. I'm really worried about her, but I don't know what to do because I've talked to her about it before, and she denies it. She told me that she only runs a few times a week, but I keep finding out that she's lying about what she's doing and going on runs instead. She also tells me about all this food that she eats, but then I find out from her roommates that she doesn't eat all day long and just eats dinner. I don't know what to do because I don't want to abandon her, but every time I confront her about it, she denies it. It's like talking to a wall. I can't even tell if she's trying to hide from me or if she's completely delusional and actually thinks it's okay to do what she's doing. I know it's really hard. Okay, this is... It's hard to see a friend complicated. destroying herself yeah. and like you're trying to help her, but she's not, she's not responding in a way that you, that would help her. Yeah. I mean, this one is so, you guys know this is so like close to home for me because yeah. this is like my yeah. passion. Like mm-hmm. this issue of like under eating over exercising is like, I want to change the world and end this epidemic, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, it's so hard because it's like she's saying that she she does this girl does confront her about it and the, she needs she needs professional help yeah and that's like it sounds really harsh but i've literally i've been in this situation before like as the friend who's watching someone else do this mm-hmm. there's a point where you have to walk away after you've said it so many times there's nothing else you can do and but what do you do if you walk away and like something really bad happens because like no one's like it would have happened whether or not you were there because she's not listening to you anyways i mean what kind of professional like would you get like is legally allowed to get involved with this kind of person she needs to be seeing a probably a therapist and a nutritionist at least i mean when i was when i was had exercise addiction and i wasn't eating and well I was eating a fucking lot, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't absorbing it. But, I mean, I needed to see a therapist and a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. You need somebody. Sometimes people need a slap in the face. Sometimes people really don't realize they need an outside third party person to tell them what's up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes you they sometimes, don't know because she probably honestly she's probably fucking crazy and thinks that if you're saying this to her she probably thinks oh my friend's jealous of me yeah exactly honestly yeah that's how fucked up this world is and 
I mean, I know for me, everybody was like, Christina, you're losing a lot of weight. We're worried about you. And I was just like, I was like, I know, I know. But I wasn't really taking it super seriously until I had like these random people. I had I needed multiple people from outside. I need I like I need multiple nutritionists and multiple therapists to tell me like you what you're doing. You could like literally die for your situation. Was it? Um, your family or friends that were pulling all these professionals into your life or did you go out seeking that well that's the difference is i was seeking them okay the thing was i mean that that was the weird thing like i i was asking for help um sorry i'm gonna get another text from my boss right now so (laughs) um i was like asking for help and my family and friends weren't really like responsive to it which was like the opposite literally the opposite, you know? yeah. and that's that's why it's also hard for me to identify because i was desperate for help because i was scared i was scared and so it's really hard when somebody doesn't want help you know mm-hmm. yeah no and it again like i know walking away like cold turkey is hard and it feels mean and if it makes you feel better sometimes you have to like leverage your friendship and yeah. say, look, if you don't start seeing a therapist, yeah. I can't be around you. I can't yeah. watch you do this to That's yourself. That's a good point. That's a like, good way to do it. Like, and you you need to like make sure that they know you're saying these things and you're doing this because you care so much and you can't sit there and watch. I mean, because the flip side of like what you were saying, like, well, what if something bad happens? What if something bad happens now? Yeah, I know. It's, well, and this is what the scare, this is just like a general thing that I get really irritated with is people don't take it seriously. If it doesn't show through your weight, but you can be, you can like look like you're a normal weight mm-hmm. and be under eating and over exercising and like kill yourself. Right. Like, you know, like I feel like people don't take it seriously unless they're You're like, literally not built for that yeah because yeah. it could show up in other forms yeah like, you know y- you don't realize how how easy it is to fall in a like trap or one day you wake up in a hospital whether or not you think that you're you know i feel like there's just i know so many people who are under eating and over exercising and nobody says anything to them or nobody's mm-hmm. worried about it because they don't look like extremely underweight yeah and like Cause like society has really like driven us to think that weight is like equals health. Right. It's like an indicator of health, but there's so many other factors that go into it. Like you're just gonna, this girl's gonna collapse. It's so hard. Oh my God. But what do you guys think about like talking to parents? I am in full support of or other yeah. friends like, or other friends. Friends, I would go to friends first. You, and it, well, and see, this is kind of an age thing too, because yeah. like yeah. when I was in this situation, I was in high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when I made the decision to be like, I'm not, list, I'm not watching you do this. I'm not, I'm not saying the same thing to you over and over. I told her parents. Yeah. And her parents got her help, and but she was, to, yeah. you know, 17 and didn't really have a choice. And so now, like where we are now. If it's someone who's, you know, living on their own, has roommates, those would be the people I would reach out to. Whoever is like living with her or who sees her the most, like friends, yeah, that's who I would go to. But I don't like at this point, if you're not telling people and you're like telling people who you think can help, then you're just doing a disservice to her anyways. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's an it's literally an addiction. It's like anything else. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. someone was an alcoholic, would you not telling like you know that's a good point because like people don't realize it is an addiction it's not just alcohol and drugs that you have to go to like alcohol and um alcoholic anonymous for Mm -hmm. you know right it's like you treatment you might you need that like intervention of friends sometimes to push you if someone's listening to this and i mean they have programs that are like like aa but for like disordered eating and disordered body image like that can be helpful i know people who that's how they got through recovery and realized you know it's and it like i'm just saying this from the flip side if this is you and you're obsessed with running and you're under eating it's hard to admit to yourself it is so hard to admit to yourself that there's something wrong you know but you'll get so much more support 
once you do, mm-hmm. you know, and realizing that the people around you want what's best yeah. for you. They're, you know, they're not telling you the like, oh, you need to stop running so much. It's not telling you because they're jealous or yeah. because like any literally anything other than they just want you to be healthy mm-hmm. and okay. Well, and you should want that for yourself. Like you're ruining your health. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like don't you value yourself enough, your body enough, your life enough to. There's no excuse for this kind of behavior. Like either you should respect yourself enough to get Mm -hmm. help or you should at least respect what everyone else is telling you. There's, that's like a whole nother issue. Like if you can't do it for you, but if you can't do it for you, do it for the friends who are telling you. Your friend. You're scaring me. Like friend in high school. Like what, like what was she doing? She was, well, exactly this. She turned crazy anorexic like wow. looked like a skeleton did people notice at school yeah her parents pulled her out oh shit. she was like hospitalized oh, that's so sad and now was she exercising too or was yes it just a no she was thing? exercising too and but and like her parents were like kind of aware of it mm-hmm. but and like would make her food and she would like hide it and like throw you know do yeah. stuff with it and she wore big like baggy clothes so you couldn't really tell unless mm-hmm. unless like she took a wore a sports bar or something and you could see all of her wow. but but after she got the help now she's she's like you christina <laughs> like she's all about like no like you need to like yeah. do this to your body and like you can't do this she like completely turned around yeah because you don't realize it's, it's just funny how it takes like a near death experience to make you literally how much, how much the way you look or like all that shit does not matter. Like mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. It literally doesn't matter. No one at the end of the day, like, oh, I can't even. Can't you, you even. You guys know, they know. <laughs> Kaylin and Nina have to listen to me rant about this shit all the time because <laughs> I'm just so annoyed with it. But we can save that for rest. Whole yeah. So podcast. I think you need to tell her she needs she needs help and if like she's have not a serious get it, sit down conversation yeah. with her and if she's not gonna get it then you can't continue your relationship because that can affect you too that plays mind games with you too yes we're all susceptible to it, it like that can make you start thinking shit like maybe i need to start running and right maybe i'm eating too much like that plays weird mind tricks with you that no totally you, you might you not, can't help it yeah you know and subconsciously you don't want that happening. no mm-hmm. So you got to protect yourself. You know, you can't let yourself get down a bad path just because this girl doesn't have enough self-respect to get herself help. Right. And you can't obsess over it and freak out over it and let this be a huge source of stress in your life. Yeah. It just, it's not, this is like a vicious cycle. She has to get help. It's hard when you're, when you care a lot, you know, like take, take it on. It is. But then you could be her only friend that's there to save her. So it's really an an immediate walk away is not, it shouldn't be an option, but I know it's difficult. So think about everything that we've said. (laughs) It was, I know it was a lot. Lots of wisdom. (laughs) Okay. Do we have time for this last one? I think we can do a quickie. I think so. Okay. All right. We'll make it quick. This is from Ari. She says, I've known this girl. Let's just call her Kim. (laughs) Kim, since we were in grade school a lot of people stay away from her because she gossips a lot and she's manipulative because i've known her for so long and she has been there when i needed her most i've stuck by her side through it all we now go to separate colleges and i've surrounded myself with such positive people that when i visit her during break i can't help but notice what everyone hated her for she's always trash talking everyone and everything wherever we go and there's just no positive energy when i'm around her she's been in my life for so long i don't know what to do I feel I like this is kind of. I feel like everybody can relate. I to relate. Yeah, we 100%. all have someone like yeah. this. And how do you guys? How do you guys handle it? Yeah, this is similar to um, someone I knew. We didn't live in the same area um, growing up. We always like visited them like during vacation. Mm-hmm. So we only saw like the vacation side of them, like the very happy, you know, like yeah. oh, we like the honeymoon kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like when I moved here and then I saw how they really were. It was like, you know, you, you've been with so much positive energy all your life. That, and then when you see this, it kind of like, you got to pay attention to like, ha- like the people around you, if your energy drops, you have to pay attention to that yeah. because that's like an indicator that there's something wrong. And for me, that's how it was. And then I noticed that a lot of people around them would like, or they're, they don't really have any friends and 
then when we hear things about them, it's like very, it's very similar to what we experience. So for me, those type of people cut them out. I think seriously, I think you're not going to change. It's so hard. Yeah. Well, you have to remember that people evolve and like we're, we're close to people at different points in our lives for different Mm -hmm. reasons. So you might be close to somebody in grade school, but you can go to college and you'll meet better people. And if you meet better people, then that's okay. That doesn't mean you got to stick with this girl just because she was in grade school. But I do think it gets sticky. I understand it's hard when it's somebody who's been in your life for so long. Um, I think it kind of depends on the extent to their reach in your life. Is this somebody who, okay, like I have friends who I've been friends with, with for so long but i cut them out because i could but then Mm -hmm. i have friends with i've been friends with for so long who are a little bitches sometimes but i'm not (laughs) going to cut them out i have to figure out a different way to deal with them because our families are connected Mm. does that make sense yeah because like our like our siblings are friends and our moms are and dads are friends like so it's like not just me anymore so it's it wouldn't i can't just cut you out and like it'd it'd be be weird like i just need to find a way to not be close with you but we have to be around each other yeah you know those lunch buddies (laughs) you know like you don't do a long ass dinner lunch is like in the middle of the day so you you know or maybe a snack buddy you know (laughs) like you know this this could be another episode but like for instance like you know the type of people you don't want to see for a long time like you don't want to have a really long yeah you want an ice cream date Right? Yeah. We were yeah. talking about this. Are we, like, gonna, yeah. are we gonna go for coffee or we're we gonna go to a uh, butcher's daughter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Like, this is like funny because like okay, this could be another episode, but like for I was asking Kaylin and um Christina today, what what's a good first date? And they were like, Okay, dinner you can't because like if he's like creepy or like and you don't like him, you can't really escape because no. he orders dessert, right? Yeah. So but then <laughs> if ice cream is like fifteen minutes or like to an hour. Yeah. You can, like you can make it as long as you yeah, want. Yeah, ice exactly. cream or coffee can be as short or as long as you exactly. want. So with those type of people, I feel like those are like your ice cream buddies. Yeah. <laughs> you don't wanna you wanna have them in small doses to keep the Yes. To, to no. keep them in your life. Literally like what I have someone who fits this to a T who's mm-hmm. in my life and <laughs> I love her, but she is just a terrible person. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> she's rotten at the core. But like, <laughs> I love her. It's she's, funny how there are people like that, though, that are like bad people. You still like love. Like, you still have to love them. Yeah. But it's like I but it's like this. We go to separate colleges. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. I see her maybe once a year. You know, like we go to dinner or whatever and she shit talks the whole time and I think it's hilarious and then we're done. Yeah. yeah. You, you know? can't have it like every day though. Yeah. You can't, and, yeah. you can't like stay emotionally attached. But also what you're, I mean, you're talking about this earlier. Like what if this bitch is shit talking to you? Like exactly. <laughs> is she exactly. trash talking to everyone you? else? Yeah. She probably does it to you too. Yeah. That's just such negative energy. Like that's you were saying, that's yeah. just such well, negative that's energy. That's why for me, my decision to like cut them out it was because it was affecting me because they were starting drama where drama wasn't needed. Yeah. And when that's happening, that's not okay. When, you know, um, Christina, your food smells so good. Wait, I need to, wait, I need to check on it. <laughs> it smells doing? really good. It smells like fried chicken. It smells good. I need to make dinner too. Ah. So my asparagus is burnt. So whoops. <laughs> that's how I like it. I like it crispy. <laughs> but yeah, so basically overall, I think that it kind of depends how close you are to her. That's yeah. That's what I was like, gonna say. How ra- is this somebody who your families hang out and you guys are gonna see? Are each you other? like sisters? You yeah. know, like are you really really yeah. close? If 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 there's no ties except just you and her, then I would say cut her out. Yeah, it's just dead deal. weight. It's dead weight. I'm sure weapon. you've met better people. So yeah. focus on them. Focus on people who bring you up and make you happy and who are positive and don't trash talk. That's just we're not in the sixth grade anymore. Mm-hmm. Like talk. You, you can talk about things that are more important like like what you're gonna eat for dinner (laughs) speaking of food let's sum this up yeah Um, we're pretty fucking hungry it's not only people that are toxic like it's not only i mean sorry let's restart that it's not only those packaged uh artificial foods that are bad for your body it's also the people (laughs) so (laughs) i think i've used that before but i come in with a quality metaphor true story (laughs) okay so yeah, this is I liked this. Thank you for everybody who sent in stories. I'm yeah. sorry. Thanks for kind sharing. of for all of you because you sorry. had shitty stories. Unhealthy friendships suck. 
but hopefully we helped you out in mm-hmm. some way i think a lot of the times you know the answer you just don't want to admit yeah it you just want to hear someone else say it. Yeah. yeah so hopefully that's where we, we come in <laughs> yeah if you guys have more stories send them in and if you have uh, any random questions, any topics you want us to talk about, send it in. You can email us actuallyadultish at gmail.com. You can go to our website and you can submit it anonymously if you want, actuallyadultish.com. You can tweet us at actuallyadult. You can send us a Facebook message, um, facebook.com slash actuallyadultish. Or, yeah, I think that's it. Make sure that you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or both if you haven't already. And if you like this, please leave a rating and review. It means a lot. And please tell your friends and your family to listen. That's kind of how we spread the word around here. Mm-hmm. Gotta Just got to do it, you know, grassroots style. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks for hanging in there this long. And we will talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye.